No other book has so profoundly impacted so many lives as the Bible. Welcome to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. Today we see where David refers to the Lord as the light of his salvation. God directs him in the right path and raises him up above his enemies. Therefore, there is only one thing that David desires. We hope you'll join us as Pastor Daryl continues in the Psalms on Simply the Bible. Psalm 27 is chock full of so much good stuff that I am hard pressed to cover it in 13 minutes, but let's give it a shot. Psalm 27, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? You know, we all have dark places where we cannot see and we can grope in the dark or we can look for light to illuminate. David found the Lord to be his light. He also depended upon God to save him in every situation. And finally, the Lord was the strength of David's life. God's strength was sufficient to meet any challenge he faced. So with ever-shining light, dependable salvation, and omnipotent strength on his side, of whom should David fear? You know, the same is true for us. If God be for us, who can be against us? So make it your prayer and say it with confidence. Father, you are my light, you are my salvation, you are my strength. I won't be afraid. When the wicked come against me to eat up my flesh, my enemies and foes, they stumbled and fell. In many battles, David experienced the enemy coming against him with great relentless force, but they stumbled and fell for the Lord was with him. If we are living for Jesus Christ, if we are standing up for the truth, then we will also have enemies. Satan has declared war on Christ who is living in us, and he may come against us with great force and fury, but if we will stand firm in the Lord, then we will see the enemy fall like Dagon before the Ark of the Covenant. Though an army may encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war may rise against me, in this I will be confident. I can't imagine what it would be like to have an army encamping against you. David knew that every man in that enemy encampment had only one thing on his mind, kill David. But David set his heart so that it would not fear. On the night before his crucifixion, Jesus told his disciples, Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. It is possible for us to establish our hearts against the threatening foe. Whether he manifests himself through slander, illness, or consuming loss, we can keep our heart from fear if we will trust in God. One thing I have desired of the Lord, that will I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. Our weakness comes with too many options and too many pursuits. A double-minded man is unstable in all his ways, James tells us. 
But there's a miraculous quality to focus, concentration, and single-mindedness. The Apostle Paul wrote to the Philippians, Brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended, but one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead, I press toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Long before Paul said those words, David said, One thing have I desired of the Lord, and that I will seek. As king of Israel, David had much freedom, many resources, and lots of options. So what one thing did he desire? David's heart desire was to dwell in the house of the Lord forever. In David's days, there was no physical temple of the Lord. So when David speaks of dwelling in the house of the Lord, he means dwelling in the Lord's presence. David wanted to live in the Lord's presence every day, no matter where he went, at home, in leisure time, in the palace, or in the battlefield. David could enter the presence of the Lord by faith. How much more can we dwell in the Lord's presence now that the way has been opened to us into the most holy place through the blood of Jesus Christ, is it our foremost desire to dwell in his presence all the days of our lives? David knew that in the Lord's house, he would behold his beauty. Now this evil world can be ugly and people can be ugly and they make ugly remarks. But in the Lord is beauty, love and holiness. We behold his beauty in his word, in worship, and in prayer. Lastly, David sought to inquire in God's temple. David could enter the heavenly temple by faith and inquire of the Lord. Which way should I go? What would you have me do? If we would inquire of the Lord throughout the day, then we would find that he makes a level path for our feet. For in the time of trouble, he shall hide me in his pavilion, in the secret place of his tabernacle. He shall hide me. He shall set me high upon a rock. David finds three places of refuge in troubling times. First, God would hide him in his pavilion. The royal pavilion was in the center of the army camp and surrounded by soldiers who would die to protect King David. But David found an even greater hiding place in the Lord's pavilion. When our hearts are troubled and fearful, may we enter this pavilion surrounded by guardian angels and kept by the lover of our soul. Second, David found refuge in the secret place of the Lord's tabernacle. This was the tent David set up for the Ark of the Covenant in Jerusalem. Because he was not a priest, he couldn't go inside, but he knew the Lord hid him there nonetheless. Third, David found safety in being placed upon a high rock. This would be a strategic vantage point where he could look down on the enemy and see his schemes. While in the valley, we can get confused by the fog of war. But God lifts us up and seats us upon the high rock of his word where he shows us the devil's schemes. We are not ignorant to his devices to steal, kill, and destroy. A good view from the high rock can give us a great strategy in the valley below. 
And now my head shall be lifted up above my enemies all around me. Therefore, I will offer sacrifices of joy in his tabernacle. I will sing. Yes, I will sing praises to the Lord. So David had such great confidence that his head would be lifted up above his enemies. Even though he was going into battle, he had that confidence because God had been so faithful in the past. Therefore, he would offer sacrifices of joy and sing praises to the Lord even before the battle occurred. Now, that's faith. That's marvelous faith. And that's what we ought to be doing is praising the Lord for the victory before we even hit the battle. Hear, O Lord, when I cry with my voice. Have mercy also upon me and answer me. When you said, seek my face, my heart said to you, your face, Lord, I will seek. Do not hide your face from me. Do not turn your servant away in anger. You have been my help. Do not leave me nor forsake me, O God of my salvation. When my father and my mother forsake me, then the Lord will take care of me. So David said, hear when I cry and answer me. It's important to cry out to the Lord, but it's also important to believe that he will answer us and to keep crying out until he does answer us. He said, you said to me, seek my face. So Lord, your face I will seek. And that same invitation goes out to all of us. The Lord wants us to seek his face And he said that you will seek me and find me when you search for me with all your heart. So are we seeking his face? And then he said, now don't hide your face from me and don't forsake me. Don't leave me, God. It does seem that sometimes the Lord is hiding his face from us, but he has promised that he will never leave us nor forsake us. And then he said, even when my father and mother forsake me, the Lord will take care of me. How true that is. You will get to that point in life where your father, your mother pass on, but you will find that the Lord is still there for you and he will never forsake you and will always take care of you. Teach me your way, O Lord, and lead me in a smooth path because of my enemies. Do not deliver me to the will of my adversaries for false witnesses have risen against me and such as breathe out violence. Often David was asking that the Lord would teach him his way and how we need to do that, how we need to be humble and teachable enough to ask the Lord to teach us his way. And lead me in a smooth path. If we do ask God for help, he will direct our steps in a smooth path or You know, at least a path that we know it's the right path. It may still be hardship at times, but we will know it's God's path for us. And do not deliver me to the will of my adversaries. You know, Satan can't ultimately do anything unless God gives him permission. We know this from the book of Job. And so David was saying, hey, Lord, don't deliver me over to the the enemy, God. Uh, Keep him far from me. And he said, false witnesses have risen against me and they breathe out violence. Have you ever known people that are just breathing out fiery slander, violent words against you? That can be hard to take. But he said, God, you know, you deliver me from all of this. I would have lost heart unless I had believed that I would see the goodness of the Lord 
in the land of the living. You know, it's common for us, for those who have been uh, battle-worn, to have those times where our heart faints. It's like we get overwhelmed by the things going on. And this, David said, I would have lost heart. I would have, but I believed that I would see the goodness of the Lord. Notice here, in the land of the living. Now, we believe that we will see the goodness of the Lord in eternal life, in the life to come, but we should also believe that God will manifest his goodness in this life. And that is what keeps us from a fainting, discouraged heart. Wait on the Lord, David said. Be of good courage, and he shall strengthen your heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. And that's easy to do, right? It's easy to wait on the Lord. We love to do that, don't we? No, <laughs> it's hard. It's hard to wait patiently on the Lord. But those who wait on the Lord will renew their strength. They will mount up with wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. And so David could say, hey, look, wait on the Lord. Be of good courage. Set your heart in faith, trusting that God will come through. He will strengthen your heart. He will enable you to stand in the evil day. So wait on the Lord. You've been listening to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. For more information about our church, please visit our website at calvarytv.org. To listen to other episodes, go to 941thevoice.com or check out our podcast on iTunes or Spotify. If you have any questions or comments, please contact us through our website. Tomorrow, we'll see where David cries out to the Lord to bring recompense to the wicked. He rejoices in answered prayer and ascribes to the Lord glory and strength. We hope you'll join us as we continue in the Psalms on Simply the Bible. Simply the Bible